Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And this is our coming soon and news segment, where we talk about basically films that are coming out and will be released very soon within the next few days or so. Right on. And discuss some film news. Right, Matt? Right. Right. Yes. (laughs) How you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Doing great. I'm loving the blue shirt. Yeah, I, I, I like to wear the blue shirt because... It's actually my only blue polo, and I have to wear it for work sometimes. So <laughs> you went straight from work to here. Yep, that, yeah, that's, that's what, what happens. Man, gotta get you a new job. I know. Yeah, if anybody out there is hiring, <laughs> <laughs> email us realreviewmedia at gmail dot com. It would just be because you know blue shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know, this podcast is getting more and more successful, and one day we'll be working on this full time. Yeah. There you go. We're so, speaking it into the universe now. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so for those of you listening for the first time, um, I want to give you just some ways to get in contact with us. Um, if you do have any questions throughout this podcast or anything, you can definitely email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. We also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. And we're also doing a contest right now. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are, which was based upon me mistakenly purchasing the wrong movie gift card to yep. AMC Theaters. So we are giving away a $50 AMC gift card. Uh, really easy to get signed up for that. All you got to do is go onto the social media verse, which is yes. like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, kind of the three main ones, not Snapchat or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We ain't there uh, <laughs> at the moment. But uh, go on there and then tag us and post a photo of an upcoming film or show that you're excited for. Yep. Um, it'd be cool maybe if you want to tell us why, but you know, just post at least a photo of one of those two things and uh, tag us, like I said, which is at Real Review Media. And just to let us know that, hey, I did it. I took my, I did my job. Now I'm entered in the contest and we will be uh, announcing the winner at the end of the month. Yes. And that's really awesome. And if you do happen to post Transformers 5 as one of your most anticipated. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I really want an explanation why that would be your most anticipated. You'll still be entered, but I don't know. Maybe you'll. Tell me why. Maybe you'll get a half a chance or something. I will personally reach out to you and ask you, why is that your favorite (laughs) you know, most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah. So if you want to hear from Matt, <laughs> you know how. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Awesome. So we're going to be talking about two films here that are opening this weekend. One of them pretty big. And I think there's a lot of hype and a lot of pump for it. The other one, maybe not so big, but I think there is an audience for it. And I yeah. think people are excited to see it. A little bit more of a niche market. But more yeah. of a niche market. Yeah. Or niche, niche. Well, niche. it's like. Nietzsche. It's niche. more of a. Nietzsche. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the first film we're going to start with is Beauty and the Beast. Tale as old as time. Second man, take it away. So this is an adaptation of the Disney fairy tale about a monstrous looking prince and young woman who fall in love. It's directed by Bill Condon and it stars Emma Watson, Dan Stevens, and Luke Evans. <laughs> Did I say things wrong? No, you just said Condon. Condon. <laughs> Bill Condon. Yes. Bill Condon. Well, he's, you know, he's <laughs> he's from New York, so I was going for a really bad Canadian accent there. Condon. Or a New York accent. <laughs> hey, it's Joe, Bill Condon. It's so you're cool. really excited for this, and why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super excited for this one, to be honest, Matt. I think... The the sad thing the the sad thing about this is I'm I I love and I'm probably putting myself way too far out there. People <laughs> only need to know this about me, but I actually really like the original Beauty and the Beast. You watch it every Saturday night. I do. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a great date movie. No, I'm just kidding. I have the DVD. I actually have the Blu-ray of this, and I will say I bought it on discount when a, there was a blockbuster going out of business. Sure. And they had a bunch of movies there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Believe me, I wouldn't buy it otherwise. And I bought this as well as a bunch of other movies. Um, and. 
I really like this cartoon. This is one of the one of my favorite Disney classic Disney films up there with Aladdin. It really is, and yeah. It, it, so I really do enjoy it for a lot of things. I think the music is great. I think the story is timeless, and there's some really good elements to it. I think the big thing, the really big thing that's holding me back from liking this movie and being like, okay, cool about it, is sad to say it's actually Emma Watson. Really? Yeah, I'm not against her. I don't think that she's horrible or anything i don't think she's as great an actress sometimes as i would like i think she does a very specific type of character which is kind of the i'm upset and i'm mad and you saw that a lot in harry potter hermione yeah, Granger. she's like i'm upset and i'm mad and i'm very you know you've upset me Expelliarmus. right and yeah. she does that very well otherwise she tends to be kind of a bit more of like a flat type character to me okay and i will say this as well this is this is maybe a subjective thing and this may be nitpicking but i've talked to this about a few other to a few other people i don't see her as this character i don't see her as a bell okay. you know if you look at the original bell from the classic cartoon beauty and the beast bell was this she was a woman and she was intelligent and she was strong but she was caring and nurturing she was kind of like she had a she had a smart wit to her and she had this independence to her Whereas Emma Watson kind of seems more like a kid to me. She looks, I think maybe it's just visually, she looks like a kid to me. I wonder, I know? wonder if that's, um, I wonder if that's us growing up with Harry Potter that we yeah. have that. Maybe, I mean, it's possible. Maybe and like bit. I said, I think it's subjective. Right. You know, it's, I think it depends upon the person. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on the film? I'm more excited about this than you are. I okay. Think. Yeah, probably. Um, first of all, Dan Stevens, the dude mm. is having a stellar year. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's in Legion. He was in uh, the guest uh, relatively recently, not not that recently, but um, but he he's a great actor. And and one thing that I said the first time that I saw the trailer for this film was when um, when you hear the voice of the beast, you know, talking. Yeah, <laughs> I heard somebody say he looks like a buffalo. It was kind of <laughs> funny. Anyways, yeah. but um, when you hear the voice of the beast talking. Um, it sounds just like the the cartoon. Yeah. It sounds like show me the you know whatever the yeah, girl yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. whatever he says. Um and I was like, "Oh, that sounds just like I don't know." So, I'm really excited for I'm I'm, I'm excited to see this adaptation. I I like the one thing that Disney does with their live action adaptations and for the most part they've been playing it pretty safe. Yeah. Um they're not taking these really just kind of outlandish um like spins with the exception of Maleficent. Yeah. I would say with like the Jungle Book and Cinderella, they're very safe. Yeah. And Maleficent wasn't, it was based upon another movie, but it wasn't, it wasn't actually based upon another movie. It was like a prequel to another movie that did already exist. Right. So they're allowed to, in my opinion, take some creative license there. Right. But it wasn't a straightforward adaptation either. So, um, the biggest thing with this is I think, I think it could be really good. I think we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I'll be taking my wife to this, to see it. Um, I think this weekend. Yeah. I just, the thing is, is there's so many other leading ladies out there that I really could have seen kind of get into this role and, and be a better bell that just kind of look the part more to me. Yeah. And it just, it makes me question. I, and I heard her sing. Like Amy Poehler. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Great. No, even like in not necessarily, but like Amy Adams potentially. Sure. Just somebody that it's more of like an adult. She was an enchanted. She could probably play something (laughs) like that off. But like, you know, she, she just comes across as being a kid in this and in the, the cartoon, she didn't come across that way. And I was going to say, you know, the other things I've heard her saying, She's okay. Yeah. She's not blowing me out of the water. She's not like, oh my goodness, best voice ever. Like, I can't <laughs> believe everyone Watson never recorded anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, hey, I'm I'm kind of excited to see it. Um, you're mid. Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, I'm probably at like a a six out of ten. Okay. I'll probably end up seeing this just because the other film we're about to talk about. I'm not as excited to see that because it falls more in your favorite genre right and not mine so i yeah i would i would give this guy a uh, 7.5 excitement maybe an eight cool um but yeah that leads us very nicely into our next film <laughs> which i would like to call counter programming to beauty and the beast and that is absolutely 100 percent. that is the belco experiment yes so uh this is the description on imdb if you haven't heard about it in a twisted social experiment 80 Americans are locked in their high-rise corporate office in Bogota, Colombia, and ordered by an unknown voice coming from the company's intercom system to participate in a deadly game of kill or be killed. Mm. So this is kind of like The Office, uh, but with like the Hunger Games. Yeah. Or office space, I should say. It, you know, and and they'll even they say that in their marketing. It's yeah. It's office space meets meets battle royale. Yeah. Which is kind of like what the Hunger Games came from. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. If you can imagine the darkest episode of The Office, where Jim pranks Dwight into believing that the Hunger Games are real in the office, that's probably what would happen. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> which that would have been very very dark for the show. So uh, yeah. this is really interesting to me and not so much for the horror <laughs> aspects of it. I, well, I do like the genre. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I do like the genre. Um, this this has that, not just the horror elements of it, but the psychological aspect of it. What would people do in this situation? You know, they're, they're told, hey, you, you have to kill people or we're going to kill you because uh, somehow they have implants in the back of their head mm-hmm. by working at the Belco company that if, if that can explode I, yeah. I don't know why i'm not sure hopefully it looks in the movie but um hopefully the it's it's that like they said it's a social experiment you know like what what would people do in an extreme situation that's always fascinating to me i got a degree in psychology so yeah i think maybe that's what appeals to me i'm like what would people do what would i do you know how would i handle this situation um, and it's getting some fairly okay buzz. It's not like mm-hmm. overwhelm, yeah. overwhelmingly positive, but it's yeah. not negative either. So the the thing that's interesting to me about this movie is it's written by James Gunn. Yes. So he's our Guardians of the Galaxy Helmer. Right. Parts so, one and two. And he's done some other horror type films. I mean, he did Slither. Slither, but that's more of the comedy horror, you know? Yeah. I actually never, I need to go back maybe and watch that. I don't know how good or good it is. But he did, he also did the screenplay for Dawn of the Dead. I don't know if he directed that one, but he did the screenplay for Dawn of the Dead. Zack Snyder directed that. Yeah, so the remake for yeah. it, which totally fits. It's I actually like that one, actually. Yeah. That might be my favorite Zack Snyder movie. Other yeah, than it really doesn't feel like a Zack Snyder <laughs> film, so except for a couple scenes. But So I'm excited for that aspect yeah. because I think James Gunn can be a good writer. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot about the director here, Greg McLean. He looks like a guy. He's done a lot of kind of more silly type looking, I wouldn't say silly, but low budget type right. horror movies. And this has the the feel, at least stylistically, right. of a bit of a low-budget type indie horror movie. But I think one of the things that does interest me is the fact that James Gunn is writing it, and from the previews, and even the way they're explaining it, it does look like it, it's kind of trying to float that really difficult line of sort of horror humor, yeah, like funny and also horrific. Right. And I do like that at times. I'm a big fan of when they can make it kind of a bit of both. But right. it's a very difficult line to walk. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. we'll see. I mean, it could be. Remember, you weren't really that pumped for Get Out because I wasn't. Not, you know, you're you're yeah. not a horror guy, but it ended up being not really a, 
a horror movie. You're turning me into a horror man, Matt. <laughs> what are you doing to me? But one thing, another thing, just a side note, I'm excited to see John Gallagher Jr. in this. Yes. Who was in uh, one of my favorite movies from last year, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think his sensibilities, he's, he's almost got more of a laid back like Charlie Day yes. about him. Yeah. That's kind of what I made back. He's not as like manic as, yeah. as Charlie Day is, but he's got- He's of... got more of a Southern thing than Charlie does, right. but I absolutely agree. And I, I will say, hopefully things turn out better for him. Right. Than right. They did in that movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But no, so uh, my excitement level for Belko, um, I give it uh, eight. Eight? Wow. Yeah, give it okay. eight. This is higher for me than Beauty and the Beast. I would say maybe a seven out of ten. All right, cool. Um, I probably will try and see this one, even though I'm not super looking forward to it. What if Beauty and the Beast and the Belco experiment are really in the same universe and they cross paths? There's like a crossover episode like thing that happens. If that there. were the case, then I believe that the beast would kill everybody. He'd, okay. He'd yeah. probably go through there and just destroy everybody. Okay. <laughs> He's got James the- Gunn, make it happen. You got a new <laughs> script for a sequel. That would be very interesting. <laughs> I don't see that happening, but yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. But that uh, that's it for what's opening this week, at least wide release. Yeah. Um, and that actually kind of brings us into our next time. I want to talk about a few news items. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, um, there was uh, actually a couple days ago, maybe yesterday actually, yep. um, they dropped the last full-length trailer for yep. the Wonder Woman Number movie. Number three, I think. Yes. Yep, did you get one. a chance to watch it? I did. You yes. did? Yep. What did you think? Uh, it got me less excited. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think there's definitely, it feels like, it felt like they were holding a lot of colored cards close to their chest in regard to different elements of the story, who okay. she, where her, her like how she gets trained and where the story goes and what happens and how they get connected, like the main characters and it felt like with this one, they definitely showed you kind of the progression of the story. You know, it's going to start on the island probably, and she's going to be training there, and she's going to be raised as this fighter that was kind of like everybody hated her. And I'm also, I w- I'm not, a, I try to read comic books, but I don't have the time, so I'm not right. super familiar with the comic <laughs> book, unfortunately. But I was really excited for it in the first trailer because the first trailer was really just this action thing, and you really had no concept. It was of, a Comic-Con one, right? Right, yeah, and yeah. you really had no concept of how some of these action scenes kind of tied into each other. Right. But this one felt very formulaic. It felt very much like, okay, she's facing off against adversity that she has to overcome, and then she becomes the best, and then she has to go on this hero's journey where she meets this guy, and then it's the romantic interest. And right. it just felt very formulaic and very... Whereas before, maybe like I said, because they were holding so many cards, cards close to their chest, it just it screamed out kind of new and inventive. Right. Um, but now it's starting to go like, okay, maybe DC is going to do the same thing again. Well, let's say you this. Know? Okay, yeah. you you play the card of formulaic. I yeah. say that the other DC films haven't really been that kind of formulaic up to this point. I think. Um, in my opinion, yeah, that I'm like um, thinking through all the DC films now. There's not, there's not a lot to there's choose like, from. Yeah, three. So this trailer, it didn't, it didn't temper my excitement. It didn't make me more excited, but it kept me at the same level of excitement, which is pretty high. Yeah, I was actually, I really, really liked it. I like seeing some of the story elements. It looks like they're. And I hate saying this, taking a page out of the Marvel playbook, yeah, by giving that, giving it that formula. And I think they need a standard story formula just because they're they seem to be struggling a little bit, yeah, on the DC side of it, uh, not financially, uh, but critically. Mm-hmm. Um, I I still think, and I would bet money on this if I had any money, <laughs> I would bet money that this would be the first uh, critically fresh uh, DC. Uh, Rated movie, yeah, uh, and the new DCEU. The this is not this yeah. is not including 
um, the Dark Knight trilogy, which is not part of the DC cinematic universe. I could see that, but I don't think I don't think it's gonna do. I don't think it's gonna be like ninety percent. I would say it's no. probably gonna be closer to like sixties and seventies. I would say seventy-two. Okay. That's what I would guess. Yeah, which to me means it's okay, yeah. but it's not like. And, and that's the thing. I had it at like maybe an 80, okay. like 80, 90, and it's kind of moved me down to more of a realistic, I think like 60 or 70 kind of range with yeah. it as far as a Rotten Tomatoes score goes. So here's the thing with that. I know that um, Rotten Tomatoes is a little bit different. They they had the the Gareth Edwards Godzilla at two, uh, the 2014 one at 72%. Yeah. And when it was all said and done, I yeah. really liked it. I would have rated it a lot higher than I that. I would have rated it, yeah, in the 80s. So 70s. I would say, you know, I can go with that. But for me, Rotten Tomatoes, if it's... If it's above a 70, typically that means I, typically, I will say typically, not all the time. <laughs> it means I'll- I'm going to hold you to it, man. Right. I'll probably like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 60s for me is when it gets in that weird gray area on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, ah, this could go yeah. either way. You know, I don't yeah. know really know. But I'm I'm excited for this. Um, I'm I'm excited to see they got, they got, they're showing a little bit of humor. Yeah. You know, they're doing their, the Marvel humor thing. Yeah. I think Patty Jenkins has um, a lot. And I think the biggest thing it has going for it is that it looks really far removed from anything we've seen in the DC universe. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So here's what I would say though. I didn't have a problem with them going non-formulaic. I, the biggest problem that I really, I did have a problem with their stories, mm -hmm. but I just really had a problem with their stories not making sense. Right, right. And really with their characterizations. And then also the style of their, and the pacing of their films. Right. I mean, they were just so like longly boring and just yeah. leading. And they just, especially with like Batman v Superman, it was like all these different plots that had all these different things to do with other things. You know what I mean? So I like the fact I can get behind the fact that they're going to go straight forward with it. Martha. Yeah, <laughs> much. Where'd you know that name from? How do you know that name? Tell me, tell me right now. Where are the drugs? Wait, wrong movie. Yeah. So I, I was totally fine with them. I'm fine with them going formulaic, but I'm just hoping that doesn't mean also mean because that can still be very boring. Yeah. If any other studio came out with a film and it was just completely formulaic and went down the standard like Hero's Journey path, and they hadn't had all these flops right going before it, then people would have been like, oh, it's derivative. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited about it. I thought it was a good trailer, though. Yep. Um, okay. The next bit of news here is kind of just more of an opinion theme because- It's kind uh, of an update, but this right. one is going to impact us for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. For the foreseeable decade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is we're talking about Avatar 2, which was uh, up until the last few days, James, James Cameron was planning on releasing at the end yeah. of 2018. Yeah. Um, it was going to compete with one of the uh, Star Wars spinoff movies. Right. Um, so it's not happening anymore. <laughs> James Cameron's like, nah. <laughs> Shocker. Not 2018. Yeah. It's um, been pushed back three times now. Yeah. It was supposed so. to be released in 2017 originally. Yeah. Then he's like, nah, still yeah. working on some stuff. And he's got, he keeps saying he has three more Avatar movies. Yeah. So they're telling, from what I understand, they're planning on making five movies total. Oh my gosh. So, okay, so the first four, one, oh my gosh. yeah, the first one, and then they're going to have it up to an Avatar 5. Wow. But the reason that I read, and I don't know how true this is because I've only read it in a couple of places so far, but right. is that they put together a plot that basically spans across that many movies. So it's going to be like Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, no. but like on steroids. So it's going to go across, you know, this many films that they all tie together. So I, they have their work cut out for them. Right. I think the difficulty of doing something like that is, you know, it worked for Lord of the Rings. 
Yeah. It worked really well for Lord of the Rings. It worked well for Star Wars, but it did not work for Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. It did not work for Matrix. It, right. it, there's plenty of examples of it not working, and there's a couple that I can kind of think of it ap- actually right. working. So we'll see if they can pull this out. I think the films, in a sense, are very simple films. I mean, he does create these very intricate worlds with like very detailed graphics but we're not talking rod- rocket science here it's the here it's you know we're just talking about it. it's the here's journey basically you know man Fern gully yeah man <laughs> faces off against adversity and has to overcome it and learns how to be a better version of himself right you know what i mean that's like the, the big the big thing that happened in the first it was like fern gully you know meets yeah. dances with wolves yep. and most of his films are like that you know what i mean for the most part these days it's it's you know titanic you know yeah. but so we'll see he does that so yeah. james cameron he he innovates he's an innovator he innovates technology wise right. he innovates what he's willing to do with cinema right so what he does is he makes yeah. a movie makes yeah. a ton of money and then goes into <laughs> hiding for 10 years yes and, and he then he starts out. talking you know another movie right cuz and probably people already probably know this by now but avatar was in development for years for a long time for like decade or so well, I mean, was the first one after titanic right. Did, right i mean he had it he had it well no he had other ones i think he abyss came out abyss was before was titanic. before okay yeah. I'll have to look. I'm yeah. not sure. But I I think he had like a documentary type one that came out, but I'm not oh, sure. Oh, that was that was a Titanic. It was a, yeah, it was a documentary. Yeah. So it takes him a really long time to get to these movies because he's had a, he's had basically some of the most popular movies of all time. Right. You know what I mean? If not at times the most wealth, you know, we're collecting. He's films. the most successful sequel maker. I will say that. Yeah. Aliens, Terminator 2. Yeah. Those yeah. are great films. I love those. Yeah. And so we'll see. I mean, maybe... Maybe he's got something that we've never seen before in mind that'll just blow us out of the water. Yeah, I'm excited but, to see what happens. Here's the thing: yeah. I wasn't. I mean, I liked Avatar. <laughs> it was a cool visual experience, but That's I think I, I felt, maybe. Yeah. I think I only saw it one time, honestly. I did too. I think. Well, I saw it <laughs> twice because I, I think I went. I somebody else wanted to go see it, but yeah. the visually was gorgeous. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not like. I have to feel like I, I have to get more Avatar in me. I have to experience more Avatar. But I mean, who knows? By the time by the time these movies come out, our kids could be like experiences for the first time. Right. So who knows? Yeah. So yeah, that's an update on that. Uh, last bit of news. Um, yeah. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like our first uh, glimpse more into uh, this. Uh, there's this new movie coming out this this December. It's Star Star Fighting Star, Star Jumper. St- Star Jumper. <laughs> Star Wars: Star The Wars. Last Jedi. Yes. So um, Disney had like a shareholder meeting of something of that sort where they showed a bunch of what they do is they show a bunch of what's coming out this year, what Disney has going on, and yeah. one of those things that they showed was a very mini uh, like shots of some things that right. you'll see right. in the last Jedi. How dare they? I know. <laughs> and so I can't help, but that's what people might see at star Wars celebration, which they've had every year for the last X amount of years. Yeah. And, uh, but there's a lot of stuff that, you know, are givens mm-hmm. that they showed them, but there are some other things that are kind of cool actually. So, uh, so you had some guys like randomly sending out tweets uh, about what they were seeing, which is surprising to me because if they wanted to keep it under wraps, um, they would. Disney's good yeah. about that sort of thing, and yeah. they'll re- redact and do that sort of thing. Right. But I was surprised when they started saying Jar Jar was in the movie. I, didn't I know, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> totally kidding, folks. <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah. But um, so a couple of things just to kind of mention, they had uh, some good write-ups, and I'll, I'll give credit to. Um, the site that I'm reading it from, it's starwarsnewsnet.com. Looks like they have, they always have some really awesome stuff going on here. But yeah, um, the, uh, a couple of things. Luke, uh, a couple of bullet points. Luke in a hut on Octu, which is that island that, that you see him in the, at the end of The Force Awakens, asking Ray 
who are you? <laughs> um, and then we see Finn in a First Order uniform on, on the bridge of a Star Destroyer, um, which is interesting because, you know, he was in the First Order, but then he left the First Order, didn't want to have anything to do with him, or do with the First Order. We see a glimpse of General Leia, uh, several shots showing uh, Rey spinning her lightsaber. It looks like she's training. Uh, we see Captain Phasma. So, you know, she survived the trash shoot, it seems like. Yeah. Um, we see Chewie roaring, uh, Poe in his X-Wing cockpit yelling, it's now or never, <laughs> or probably something cooler than that. It's not like now that. or next Tuesday. <laughs> and he's with, and he's saying it to BB-8, apparently. Yeah. And then um, we see some, uh, some ships flying in space and X-Wing uh, coming in for a crash landing. It's like wobbling or something like that. Um, in addition to that, we see... Uh, and this is the one that I'm really interested in. So we we have this assumption that Ray is going to be training. Uh, there's this there's this thing where you see Ray's hand on the ground, mm-hmm. and all around it you see like rocks and pebbles starting to fly up, like yeah. kind of in the force, like she's moving them, yeah. which is really cool, very exciting to me. It's kind of given stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. And does that elicit any more excitement? No, not really. I okay. think at this point I, I'm waiting to see some of the footage. I, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this because I right. know we've, they've talked a lot about the idea and the fact that this movie is probably going to go a lot darker. It's probably going to go more along the lines of like they did with the second Star Wars movie, which right. is kind of like, you know, it, it had a lot of people getting in some really bad situations. And so we'll see how that goes. I'm I, I'm not to say that I'm not interested in following up with Rey. Um, I think the thing to me is that her training, based on how they left things with the last movie, I'm not really excited to see her get stronger and get more powers because she's already, and, and this sounds really bad, but she's already beaten the bad guy. So, I mean, I, to me, I, I I need this film to kind of show her not being strong enough. So that would make the next film more interesting to me. You know, like in the second film of Star Wars, you know, you have Luke getting his hand chopped off and showing that he's not developed oh, enough. Oh, geez, and, spoiler. Spoiler, you know, <laughs> and they had some good shocking twists there, but like, his aim getting chopped off and showing that he's still not strong enough. He's still not there enough. He's still not good enough to overcome the strength of the empire. Right. And I really need to kind of see that with the second movie, because in the first film, half of it was spent kind of regurgitating elements of the original trilogy. This is where we differ a little you know? bit. Yeah. And then also <laughs> yeah. I think the other half of the movie was, it made the, the, the current group of bad guys look out, look to be very inadequate. I mean, sure. they blew their planet up. Right. Um, the, the, one of their main, you know, forces of the the dark side is beaten in battle Death by Star Ray. Three point Yeah, and so it's like, well, you kind of beat everything, and you're not really. It's not like you're too weak. You know what I mean? So they really need to present a new force here in my mind that can overcome them and Ray and everything like that. So I do want to see her get stronger. I think that'd yeah. be cool, but I'm not like, you know, the cool thing about the first movie in a lot of ways with the original Star Wars is that he doesn't even really use the force. Like he, he kind of get, you get an inkling of it, you get a sense of it, but it's very clear in the second movie. It's like, okay, Ray's got some pretty strong indicators of the force. So I think maybe you'll see her, maybe she's like loses control. Maybe she like doesn't have full control. Maybe her power is like so big or intense that she can't control it. You like know she's I mean? like the Phoenix or yeah, Jean exactly. Grey. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> her power just like blowing up everywhere or something like that. So I don't know. I'm excited. I, I am excited for the movie. I'm just, there's certain elements of it that I'm more excited about and certain elements I'm not more excited about. I, lo- I want to find out where Ray comes from. I want to find out what happens with Luke. I want to find out, you know, what happens with the Empire. Yeah. Or yeah. the First Order now. The First Order. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I should say that. 
that's very <laughs> that's much more accurate. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Any yeah. thoughts for you? No, I'm I'm. I mean, I agree with some of the stuff you're saying. I want to see her get stronger. I'm excited about seeing it. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Yeah. So that is going to be all then for our conversation today on Coming Soon to News. Um, we are going to go ahead and sign off, but I wanted to remind you guys that here at the end, just again about the contests that we have going on on yeah. our social media sites, uh, Facebook and Instagram, easy to sign up. Uh, just tag us at Real Review Media. Yeah, can't say that. At Real Review Media yeah. uh, with a photo of some movie or show you're looking forward to. And as always, you can connect with us on Facebook at slash Real Review Media and on our website, realreviewmedia.com, where we have our newsletter. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, maybe thoughts about Star Wars, maybe I'm way off base on everything I'm saying <laughs> with Star Wars, um, you can definitely send us a mail at email at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, that's it. So anything else, Matt? No, that's it, man. No? Okay. Well done. Well, it's been real. It's been real.